Hey, good morning. It's a, a cool, chilly uh, 48 degrees, but the sun is shining. There's uh, no clouds. There's no rain. It's just a beautiful morning. Uh, Phoenix, Arizona. We're glad you're in on this walk and talk. This is walk and talk number 88. We're talking about uh, enemy or friend. Are you a friend of the cross of Jesus or are you an enemy of the cross of Jesus? So we're in Philippians chapter 3, verse 17. We come to the end of the chapter. Uh, each walk and talk, uh, and so far in the last few weeks, we've just been focusing on the book of Philippians, and today we come to verse 18. So if you'll find uh, your smartphone or your Bible, or just listen as I, Philippians chapter 3, verse 18 says, For many people walk of whom I often told you about, and now I'm telling you, even as I weep, this is the Apostle Paul writing, he says, they are the enemies of the cross of Jesus. So the reality is, based upon the Bible, and probably based on your personal experience, you have seen that there are people that are outright anti-Jesus, literally anti-God. There are people that are atheists or agnostics. They don't believe in God or they can't prove that God exists. But what Paul's referring to in Philippians 3.18 is there seems to be religious people who are the enemies of the cross of Jesus. So what we're talking about today in this walk and talk number 88 we're talking about religious people people who go to church people who say they believe in Jesus but really they 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 say they believe in Jesus but the problem is it's about them it's not about the cross of Jesus lots of people are Political. Uh, lots of people go to church and they are trying to accomplish something. Maybe they're trying to look good in the eyes of others. Maybe they're people pleasers. Paul is just simply coming right out and saying there are enemies of Jesus. Uh, and so the question I'm asking, are you a friend, a true friend? Not that you're a perfect friend, but I'm asking... Just as in, in a football game or basketball or pretty much anything in life, there are usually two sides. Uh, and you have to decide, I have to decide every day, every second, which side am I on? Which side are you on? So are you a friend? Are you pro the cross of Jesus? And really what I'm simply asking is, are you pro miracles? Are you in favor of the miracle of the crucifixion, death, burial, and resurrection of Jesus? It seems like more and more people 
are going very, very public, uh, and they're going public humiliating Christianity on TikTok, people on Instagram, news, uh, people, religious people in movies are are basically shamed and humiliated. So you have to ask, are you a friend or an enemy? And Paul is just simply saying in Philippians chapter 3, verse 18, there are lots of people who claim to be religious, but they're hypocrites. They're, they're really not friends of Jesus. They're enemies. So lots of people need to back up and come to the come to the cross do you believe in the cross of Jesus that Jesus hung on a cross hung on a cross punished on a cross for your sins your failures he gave his life for you for me so simply stated are you a friend of the cross are you an enemy of the cross Calvary in a few months, come April, we will celebrate Easter. You can't have Easter without the crucifixion. Are you pro-crucifixion in the good sense? Do you Are you glad Jesus was crucified on your behalf? Are you a friend of the cross? Now, let me give you some reasons why you should be a friend of the cross of Jesus. Look at verse 18, Philippians 3:18. It says, "These enemies will end in destruction. Their God is their appetite." Verse 19. Whose end is destruction, whose God is their appetite, and whose glory is in their shame, and who have their minds on earthly things. So notice what happens to people who are anti-Jesus. They end in destruction. Philippians 3.19, whose end is destruction. If you believe in the cross, if you're the friend of the cross, the friend of Jesus, you're offered salvation. There will be a day you will literally stand before God and you will be judged. And there's two options, saved or destroyed. That destruction is an eternal punishment in hell. Many people do not believe in hell. The Bible is clear, it exists. Heaven it exists. And every person has to make a decision about the cross of Jesus. There's two destinies, destruction or salvation in heaven. So where are you at? Are you a friend of Jesus who will be saved from eternal hell, punishment, or do you believe in Jesus and you sincerely are a friend of the cross and you're saved, you're forgiven. We live in a world where we, some people, maybe even the majority, do not believe in the death, burial, and resurrection of Jesus. 
Notice, enemies end in destruction, and notice the next phrase, and the God, their God, is their appetite. So get this. Lots of us are focused on what feels good, their appetite. What do I want? What do I need? What do I, what do I crave for? What do I lust for? My appetite. What, do, what am I hungering for? That's their God. Their God is not Jesus. They're not hungering for Jesus. Do you hunger for Jesus? Do you have a passion to follow Jesus? Do you get up every day excited to be a believer in Jesus? Or has the world consumed you with the appetite of busyness, the appetite of survival, the appetite of idolatry? See, the God of the enemy, these enemies of the cross, the God is their own self-centered narcissism. Are you self-centered or are you Christ-centered? Whose end is destruction, whose God is their appetite. Notice the third reason you should pay attention, and that is whose glory, isn't that interesting, whose glory is in their shame. So lots of people want the glory, right? Lots of people want that spotlight. Lots of people want to achieve all of that recognition. Their ego needs to be stroked. They want people to approve of them. They want people to be pleased with them. And it says there, their glory, their reputation, whatever they're trying to achieve ends up, watch this, in shame. So you want to be guilt-free? You, you, you don't want to be embarrassed? You don't want to have any shame? Just stick to the cross. Be a friend of Jesus. I can say you're not going to have to worry about guilt or shame because he's going to forgive you. He's willing to take the punishment. He did take the punishment. So you can give God the credit and give glory to God. First Corinthians 10.31 says, give all to the glory of God, right? Whatever you do, give all to the glory of God. Or you can somehow want the credit. Uh, recently, uh, I did say thank you to a church leader who was a leader and, and very humbly followed Jesus and spoke the truth in love. And I said thank you for, for being an excellent leader. And that leader just gently responded, it's, it's not me, it's, it's God at work in me. See, that's glory for God, not glory for self. So if you're striving to get attention, and frankly, there's a lot of people that are trying to get recognized. They're, they're so self-focused. They're absorbed in themselves whose glory is their shame. If, if you are looking for the pat on the back, if you want people to recognize you, then it's to your shame. You see, God knows what your motives are. 
I don't need to know. You don't need to know what my motives are. If you want to ask me, I'll tell you to the best that I can determine. But inside, it's hard to know someone's motives. But the Bible is saying God knows your motives. And if your motives are self-serving, if you're trying to get something rather than just humbly serve God, it's to your shame because you're going to be held accountable to God. Notice what verse 18 says. The enemies of Jesus end in destruction. Their appetite, fleshly, narcissistic, selfish junk, is their God. Please me, please me, please me, meet my needs. Notice that it simply says, their glory is in their shame. See, people don't recognize when you turn your back on God, you're really creating all kinds of problems for yourself. And then the last phrase, who have their minds on earthly things. The enemy of Jesus is not doesn't care about heaven, doesn't care about God, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, doesn't care about spiritual things, doesn't care about the Ten Commandments, doesn't care about the Beatitudes, doesn't care about what the Old Testament, New Testament says. Their mind is on earthly things. So be careful. If you say you're a friend of Jesus, your mind will be on the things of Jesus. So if you're absorbed and have little time for Jesus, you may not see it. You may be self-deceived. The Bible puts people in two categories. Uh, we don't like that option. We believe there's multiple options. Some people would even say there are many ways to heaven. But the Bible is simply saying you can be the enemy of Jesus or you can be the friend of Jesus. You can be pro-Jesus or anti-Jesus. And you need to know that if you're the enemy, you're going to end in destruction. You need to know that your appetite for stuff on earth becomes your God. And it'll be to your shame. And there will be destruction. You might want to take an inventory. You might want to do self-assessment. And just simply list where do you spend your time. Just add it up. Make a list of where do you spend your money. Make a list. What gets your attention? And and just be really honest with yourself. Call this a, a ledger. Call this an inventory. Put it on an Excel spreadsheet. Create some categories of your life. How much, how much attention, how much service is Jesus giving? You see, I can't, I can't judge you. You can't judge me. But we can speak the truth and love to each other. We can stimulate one another to love and good works. We can nudge each other. You don't want to be an enemy of the cross. The cross of Jesus is the answer 
to any despair that you have, any depression, any disappointment, the cross of Jesus is the triumphal beginning of Easter. We can't have the resurrection without the crucifixion. Nobody is going to suffer like Jesus for you. Nobody. Jesus Christ is your Savior. And Paul is saying there are some religious people who frankly are literally the enemies of the cross. It's not about Jesus getting the credit. It's not about Jesus getting glorified. It's about their ego. It's about they want the limelight. They want to be credited. They want the compliments. They're people pleasers and they're compromisers. They're manipulators. They're gossipers, slanderers. Take, take the word of God and gently as you read it, say to yourself, I want to be a friend of the cross of Jesus. I don't want to be an enemy. And then Paul says this in verse 17. Watch this, Philippians 3:17. Brothers and sisters, join in following my example and observe those who walk according to the pattern you have in us. Paul is saying he's not an enemy to the cross of Jesus. Paul's saying he's a friend. And he's saying, copy me, follow my pattern. Let your light shine for the cross just as my light shines for the cross. And when you read the New Testament, Paul the Apostle is committed to the cross of Jesus. He's committed for by grace you've been saved by faith and that not of yourselves, it's a gift of God, not of works, lest anyone should boast. Paul the Apostle recognizes his resume, everything about his life is trash unless it's to honor God, unless it's to honor Jesus. And Paul is just simply challenging some religious people in the church at Philippi some 2,000 years ago, there are enemies in that local church of the cross of Jesus. Enemies of Jesus, religious people. And he's saying, you don't, you don't want to be that. They end in destruction. Their appetite for living, they hunger after flesh, stuff inside. They're not hungering after Jesus. They're wanting the credit, their own glory. That's their shame. Their mind is on earthly things. So let me, again, when you do an inventory, when you do a self-examination, write it out. How much of your time are, is your mind on earthly things? How much of your time, how much of your resources is on the things of Jesus. And you, you, you come real quick to the realization, maybe, maybe Jesus, he doesn't get much of my time. 
Jesus doesn't get much of my resources. And you, you got to be honest with each other because you don't want to be, you don't want to die in destruction. See, the Bible says, if you love Jesus, you will serve Jesus. If you love Jesus, you will keep his commandments. Paul is trying to remind people in the church of Philippi, hey, it's about Jesus. It's not about you. It's real easy, isn't it, to make life day-to-day, -day, the stuff of life, about us, every one of us. We just get wrapped up in life. And it's not about what the Bible says. It's not about Jesus. It's not about advancing the truth of Jesus. It's stuff. It's life. It's earthly things. Be careful. You may or may not know you are an enemy of Jesus because you really don't do anything about Jesus, for Jesus, with Jesus. You're, you don't pray much to Jesus. You don't read the Bible much. You don't worship him much. You've made a decision. Life is about your fleshly personal choices and you're going to do what's fun you're going to do what's exciting you're going to do whatever you want to do oh be careful the bible is saying in philippians chapter 3 verses 17 to 19 if that's true you're an enemy you're not a friend of jesus and your life will end in destruction your appetite, day to day, what you hunger for, is really your God. Jesus is not your God. And you think you're enjoying it. You think you're just having fun. You think, hey, I'm, I'm, I'm really cool. You think, hey, look at me. No, that, that kind of self-focus will end in shame. Why? Because you have your mind on earthly things. The Bible pushes, pushes me, challenges me, challenges you. Don't make life about you. Now be careful. Don't make life about other people. Make life about Jesus. Get to know Jesus. Open your Bible. Read about Jesus. Study about Jesus. Pray to Jesus. What are the values of Jesus? because you, you most definitely want to be a friend. You don't want to be an enemy of Jesus. This is Walk and Talk uh, number 88. Uh, thanks for listening. We invite you uh, this coming Sunday to worship with us online. We encourage you to come to on-campus worship, 8 o'clock, 9.30, 11, downstairs in the worship center. 11 o'clock upstairs in the upper room, and then 6 p.m. Uh, worship with us. We're going to be talking about justice on Sunday morning from Habakkuk, one of the final uh, books in the Old Testament. America watches a lot of 
corruption and decadence and injustice. Lots of people are lawless. Uh, you might say in so many ways there's a lot of anarchy. Uh, join us for Habakkuk as we talk about the justice of God on Sunday night. It's a great day uh, to be a, a friend. And if, if you're 